Welcome to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. The Granby Christian Church desires the lost to be saved and the believer to passionately pursue Christ in all that they do. Let's join Pastor John Marins for today's message. Welcome, friends. Let me recite to each of you the words of a beloved Christmas carol. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing. The Lord of which we speak and sing in this beautiful Christmas carol is none other than Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of David, King of Israel, the Son of God. This truth is recorded for time and eternity in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 1, where we read these words. The book of the generation, that would be the ancestors, the genealogy, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David. Let's ask the blessing of our Father in heaven as we consider our topic, Jesus Christ, the son of King David, Jesus Christ, eternal heir of the throne of King David. Shall we pray? Father Satan, from the beginning, has opposed your rule and the rule of your kings that you have enthroned on the earth. Standing against the devil, today we declare our full allegiance to you, Jehovah, and those you have placed in authority as kings over us on earth. May there be clarity concerning our topic in this time of Bible study and prayer, a clarity that could come only from your Holy Spirit. May the Holy Spirit be our teacher. May he empower the lesson by his truth. May he set us free from Satan and darkness that we might serve King Jesus, the Messiah and son of King David. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, amen. Again, our topic today is Jesus Christ is truly the son of King David and thus heir to David's eternal throne. Friends, as we begin our study, we must first establish from the word of God that David was indeed the lawful king of Israel. How is it that David, the eighth son of Jesse and the great grandson of Boaz and Ruth, was enthroned as king of Israel? His kingship came first from the anointing of oil that flowed upon his head from the horn of Samuel, priest of Jehovah God. In 1 Samuel 16, Samuel, the priest and prophet of God, is told by the Almighty to go and anoint a new king of Israel because Saul, the first king Samuel had anointed, had grievously sinned against God and been rejected as king by God. Let's pick up this story in 1 Samuel 16 and verse 1. 1 Samuel 16, verse 1. And the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I've rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go, and I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. Please note that the name of the son of Jesse was not first given to Samuel. And Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hear of it, he'll kill me. 
And the Lord said, Take a heifer with thee and say, I am come to sacrifice to the Lord and call Jesse to sacrifice. And I will show thee what thou shalt do and thou shalt anoint unto me him whom I name unto thee. And Samuel did what the Lord spake and came to Bethlehem. The elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, Do you come in peace? This might seem like a strange thing to say to a priest of God, but remember this, in the previous chapter, it's recorded that Saul had spared the life of King Agag. This was in direct disobedience to God. When Samuel visited the war camp of Saul and discovered this breach of responsibility at the hands of King Saul, Samuel took a sword in hand and said to Agag, enemy of God, in front of all the camp of Saul, 1 Samuel 15:33, As thy sword hath made women childless, so shall thy mother be childless among women. And Samuel hacked Agag in pieces before the Lord in Gilgal. Friends, Samuel's act of divine judgment must have been noised about, so the in verse 4 of the 16th chapter, again, the elders in Bethlehem trembling say to Samuel, Do you come in peace? And Samuel says, peaceably, I'm come to sacrifice unto the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and called them to the sacrifice. And it came to pass while they were come that he, Samuel, looked at Elab, the oldest of David's sons and said surely the Lord's anointed is before him but the Lord said to Samuel look not on his countenance nor his height his stature because I've refused him for the Lord seeth not as man seeth for man looks on the outward appearance but God looks on the heart Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel, and he said, Neither hath the Lord chosen this. And then Jesse made Shammah to pass by, and he said, Neither hath the Lord chosen this. Again Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel, and Samuel said unto Jesse, The Lord hath not chosen these. And Samuel said to Jesse, Are these all your kids? Are all your children here? He said, There remains yet the youngest, and behold, he keeps the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and fetch him, for we will not sit down. In other words, we're not going to eat until he comes hither. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and with all of beautiful countenance and goodly to look to. The Bible in basic English says in verse 12, Now he had red hair and beautiful eyes and pleasing looks. And the Lord said, Come, put the oil on him, for this is he. Verse 13, Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. Friends, though it would be some time before David would assume the throne of Israel, he was now, in the eyes of God, the anointed of the Lord the one who would succeed King Saul. So David is king of Israel by the anointing of God's priest. But the Bible gives us a second line of proof establishing David as king. For the Bible states that David was also king of Israel by the enactment of God's covenant 
listen to these three passages make it perfectly perfectly clear second chronicles 13 5 ought ye not to know that the lord god of israel gave the kingdom over israel to david forever even to him and to his sons by a covenant of salt psalms 89 verses 3 to 4 I've made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant, thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations, Selah. And Jeremiah 33, 20 through 22. Thus saith the Lord, if ye can break my covenant of the day and my covenant of the night, that there should not be day and night in their season. In other words, if you can change the solar system so that there's no longer day and daylight and, and evening and moonlight, if you can break this covenant of day and night, then the text goes on to say, then may also my covenant be broken with David, my servant, that he should not have a son to reign upon his throne and with the Levites and priests, my ministers. As the host of heaven cannot be numbered, neither the sand of the sea measured, so will I multiply the seed of David my servant and the Levites that minister unto me. Friends, what wondrous truth is here penned concerning the covenant God made with David and his seed. A son would come. A son that would be one who would continue in the blessing of God. Yes, David is the rightful king of Israel. And David is to have a son. And that son is to be blessed. Well, Jesus is also king of Israel by the rights afforded him then as the heir of King David. Listen to the words that the angel Gabriel spoke to the blessed virgin Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ, as recorded in verse 32 of Luke chapter 1. Speaking of her, her promised son, the angel said to Mary, He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Listen to that. He shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Again, Luke one thirty-two. The first time I can remember hearing this teaching was from Chuck Missler. Chuck was giving a lecture from Luke 1 and asked this question, Did Jesus during his 33 years of life on the earth ever sit on the throne of David? No. He stated, For David's throne did not exist at the time of the life of Jesus Christ. Herod was the king of the Jews. Remember, he was disturbed when the wise men came asking, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? Friends, this promise made to Mary, yes, to all of us, is yet to be kept, but it will be kept. God's word cannot be broken. Jesus is the king of Israel, and Jesus will sit on David's throne as it is given to him by God at the proper time, because Jesus is the seed of King David. But there's another reason why Jesus is the king of Israel. For just as David was anointed king, so Jesus has been anointed with authority and power over Israel and over Satan and all the kingdoms of darkness. Jesus, like King David, has the anointing of God's Holy Spirit. Listen to this stunning passage from Acts chapter 10. 
Now, let me set the passage in context. Remember, Peter was called by God to go to the house of a godly centurion named Cornelius. Peter reluctantly goes, but once there is filled with the power to proclaim the gospel in the house of a Gentile. In the middle of this marvelous message, again to the nations, the Holy Spirit fills Peter with these words. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Again, that's Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Jesus rules by the anointing of the Holy Spirit over all Israel and over all the kingdoms of darkness. To recap, David was anointed king. David was given a covenant by God that his kingdom would endure. Jesus is descended from David and therefore is heir to David's throne. Jesus was anointed with the Holy Spirit as David was. The spirit of power came upon Jesus Christ. But what about the covenant made to King David concerning his lineage? Oh, friends, let's turn to Isaiah 9 to read this section of Scripture. Isaiah 9, 2. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them the light shined. Now from verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government, the government, let that word rest forever in your heart. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. But friends, it gets better. Hold on. Reading on in Isaiah chapter 9, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth forever the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this Jesus is king what's the application let's worship Jesus at Christmas let's honor his heritage let's honor the Jews let's honor the church and let's stand against the enemies of Jesus and let's seek his power to overcome the darkness Let's pray. Father, we agree with you. Father, we agree with your word. David is king of Israel by your oil of anointing and by your holy word, your covenant. Jesus is your son according to the flesh through the Virgin Mary and son thus of King David as well. You've anointed Jesus with Holy Spirit and power You've given Jesus promises. He will indeed sit on the throne of his father David, and of the increase of his government there shall be no end. Blessed be the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, this Christmas, give us a deeper and more abiding allegiance to Jesus Christ, the King of Israel, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. If you don't have a church home, they would like to invite you to join them this Sunday for morning worship at 1045. The church is located at 969 Granby Miners Road in Granby, Missouri. Have a blessed weekend and remember to abide in the shadow of his wings. I will rejoice in you, my God, in the shadow your way
Do you have five minutes for God? I'm Pastor Ed Wilson, and I believe there's no better way to begin each morning than spending a little time with Him. That's why every weekday morning I bring you a short devotional broadcast designed just for that. Look up God's Five Minutes wherever you get your podcast to kickstart your spiritual walk for each day. We'll always do it in five minutes or less. Have you talked to God today?